The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest. It's Vishnu Varathan, Head of Economics and Strategy at Mizuho Bank. So, Vishnu, the, the, um, the fears about recession are mounting. I, I think it's pretty obvious. You, you've got um, the, the weak retail sales we saw in the U.S. and softer manufacturing is happening everywhere. Uh, the, the stronger bid for treasuries, now the spread also between twos and tens, closing in on 80 basis points. So what I'm, I'm curious about is you don't have a smoothing mechanism with the Fed and its intentions elsewhere. Does this kind of unravel quickly now, or is it going to be you know, sort of long, painful process? I think that's, that's really what markets are, and, and I think most uh, you know, economy watchers are grappling to get uh, a sense of. Um, it, the, the consensus appears to be that you know, we might get away with a fairly shallow recession. So despite the Fed saying that, uh, you know, the, the U.S. economy is, is, is set to grow about 0.5% next year, uh, I think the, the consensus is moving towards a fractional uh, contraction uh, rather than, uh, you know, uh, fractional growth. Uh, and to some extent, the suspicion is that uh, financial conditions play a part because uh, the more markets, so I, I perversely enough, the more markets disbelieve uh, that the Fed will not cut and rarely on pivot hopes, uh, the, the more the Fed may have to tighten because they intend for the policy transmission to come through financial markets. And that could lead to uh, that kind of very unruly unraveling, if you must. Uh, whereas if we were to have a gradual adjustment process, uh, that will take on its own momentum and perhaps we can get the soft landing. Yeah, there seems to be a pattern emerging. The markets rally, uh, then the Fed reiterates what it's been saying all along, and then we get a sell-off like we've seen today. Why are valuations so consistently out of step with some pretty clear central bank rhetoric? It has to go down to recent memory because uh, really the question of whether it's a you know a L-shape, U-shape, or V-shape economy became uh, you know recovery became quite obsolete uh, ten years ago. Uh, simply because you know the QE response meant that it's almost always a V shape, just how acute the V is. Um, and in fact, COVID was ridiculous. We didn't even get a V shape; it was just a Nike tick. Uh, you know that ended up much much higher. Uh, and so markets are quite used to that. Uh, and and I think given that uh, you know to be fair to markets, given that over the last fifteen years we've had the uh, the, the, the the you know the relative ratios of of, of uh, financial markets versus the real economy uh, growing substantially. The bet is that the Fed will blink sooner than they, that they are indicating, particularly with, with the, uh, the Volcker references. Something in your camp would be, why are companies not reducing headcount um, more? It seems like the Fed is looking at the labor market and they're seeing reasonably positive signals. Seems to be telling a different story than, than some of the other economic data. Uh, so we have to suspect that there's a reason why companies are not letting people go. Is it a structural thing or what? 
Yes, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, and, I, and I suspect that, you know, if you get into the details of it, uh, it'll reveal very different pictures across the world. Uh, for the U.S., of course, uh, you know, the, that, 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 that slump in, in participation rate that never quite recovered, that's one of the reasons because companies are well aware that the, the available labor, labor pool uh, is that much more tighter. Uh-huh. But there's the structural shift to green energy, finan- uh, you know, uh, you know what, whatever digitalization, so on and so forth, creates uh, a lot more demand in the interim, al- although a downward adjustment is certainly not a risk to be dismissed. The strong labour force, uh, one of the things that's really helped underpin consumer confidence for some time, but as rates continue to rise, uh, inflation continues to bite, uh, how long do you see the consumer remaining resilient for? I think the consumer resilience uh, may have been overstated by our post-COVID experience, not just on built-up savings, but also the pent-up demand of people just wanting to spend and they're happy to migrate that spending from goods to services. Uh, whereas I think this resilience could give way uh, by, end, uh, by by late 2023, uh, particularly as, as, as mortgage rates and financing burden starts to bite uh, and, and the, uh, the ability to, to pass on uh, wage increments also becomes more constrained uh, as, as companies grapple with you know, continuing to raise prior, prices. You danced around my first question nicely, um, so I just want to put it to you point blank. Uh, do you see, do you see mild recession, deep recession, or no recession? I see a, a mild recession, uh, and and that's from what you know we were discussing earlier about uh, markets still having you know some kind of a sense to to adjust to the Fed's uh, you know messaging, whereas if if that doesn't come through. Uh, it'll be harder. We may get into a deeper recession in 2024. The other reason for a mild recession is some offset from China reopening uh, could also, in aggregate, uh, make the picture look a bit glossier. Um, we heard from the Bank of England uh, today, obviously tightening by 50 basis points. There was some dissent, though. Uh, do you suspect that that's one economy that might be overdoing it on the tightening front? I think... Um, you know, clearly, e- even with the, the 50 basis point hike, um, there is a sense that uh, the Bank of England is going to peak uh, sooner than the, than, than the rest and, and, and quite happy to hold it. Uh, but the, the signals from the economy have been mixed and, and certainly the inflation risks are, are, are not uh, negligible. So it is a, it is a tough balancing act. Um, and, and I sense that uh, another 50 would be uh, you know, pushing it into the, the vicinity of overdoing it. Vishnu, the reopening of China has been a big story, yet stumbling a little bit here. Uh, but we haven't heard from Xi Jinping and other top Communist Party officials. The only one we heard from is actually out uh, in this um, in this change of uh, leadership. I'm wondering whether or not this gives them an, an out to uh, flip the process uh, to actually change their mind at some point soon. Should we worry about that? My sense of it is that directionally and cyclically, the, the reopening is, uh, is, is not a hit stake. It, it's quite genuine. However, the devil is in the details. Uh, I think what China really wants to get going is uh, that kind of stop, start, stop economic activity. So they, they really want to raise the thresholds before they need to restrict activity. Whereas I don't think they necessarily want to reopen the borders uh, and outbound tourism as quickly, I mean, that's, there's a certain 
uh, aspect of, of uh, keeping tabs on, on capital flight uh, in, in, in part of that story as well. Uh, and, and so I, I think it just boils down to, to the exact and precise details of uh, yeah. China reopening. Vishnu, thank you very much for joining us. Vishnu Varathan, Head of Economics and Strategy at Mizuho Bank. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.